welcome to the Should I Go See a Podcast. I'm your host, Bill George. With me as always, AJ Becky. Sounds like the, the 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 escalade to my junior prom. Everyone was just taking ecstasy and sweating. Is that what this movie's about? It's close. Oh my god. All right. Uh today we're talking about Thoroughbreds, uh written and directed by Corey Finley, starring Olivia Cook and Anya Taylor Joy. Love it. What's it about, AJ? Two upper-class teenage girls in suburban Connecticut rekindle their unlikely friendship after years of growing apart. Together, they hatch a plan to solve both of their problems, no matter what the cost. Bill, should I go see it? Absolutely. I'm so excited for this film. It was uh, outstanding. So, uh, I have so many questions about it. Okay. Because, like, it, it I'm going to just go, maybe it's morbid. It's not really morbid. 2018 is when it came out. Yep. Yet that when I saw the trailer is that it has uh, Anton Yelchin Yelchin in it. And Mm -hmm. I thought he died like two years ago, three years ago. He did. Uh, So tragic loss. Um, Yelchin passed away due to a a freak accident a couple years ago. And then this movie had been filmed. Obviously, he's in it. But it was kind of an indie movie. It like went through a bunch of the... uh, you know, the, the Sundance, I think, like those types of circuits. And like, yeah. it didn't finally sort of see the light of day until until recently when it went wide. Wow, that's crazy. Uh, but it's his last role, and he's really good in it. Uh, I mean, he's good in everything. I always I always liked his work, uh, both in Star Trek and Green Room and some other Dude. some other roles. He's 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 great. He's a and great I, character. Actor. I feel bad for not bringing this up in one of our in the we we did um we talked about Strangers Two yep. was it called? Yep. We talked about horror movies, and I totally forgot to bring up Green Room because. That is just a disgustingly amazing <laughs> film. Yeah, really it's well done. It's truly disgusting. Really well done. Um, so let's get into it. So two girls, they live in basically like what? Like Greenwich, Connecticut? Like yeah, super so it's, waspy? It's, yeah, super upper crust elite. Um, two girls and one of them, uh, Anya Taylor-Joy, has a stepfather that she butts heads with, does not like at all. And then Olivia Cook comes along, who's like the friend from the past, and she's got kind of a haunted past, and she's she's the one featured prominently in the trailer as sort of a sociopath, doesn't feel anything. A little rough around the edges. Right. Um, and together they end up like kind of hatching a plan to to try to take out or kill the the stepdad. And so that and then the movie kind of goes from there. What's like the tone? Is it like a dark comedy? Is it like um to kiss to me? It like has it it, it feels like a very American psycho. Uh, yeah, very dark comedy, leaning more towards the dark than the comedy. Oh, I love it. Uh, but there's definitely some dark comedy if you're looking for it. But there's 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 so much. So in my when I do my reviews on shouldigoseeit.com and on Instagram, it's it's usually a one sentence review. Try to keep it simple. In this case, for this movie, I actually wrote a one word review, which was flawless. It's like, really that good. It is like award winning good. Like, are we going to be talking about it next January? I would like to think so. I don't know if it's going to get that type of recognition because of the tone. But a contender, and obviously it's March, almost April. One of your, do you think will finish as one of your top films of the year? Easily. Wow. Easily. Uh, the, the performances are, are great. We already mentioned the two um, girls in it, the, uh, Anya Taylor-Joy, who was in The Witch and in Split. She was amazing. And the way she has a presence on screen yep. is really powerful for someone who's not, been in the business for that yeah. long she's she is she's great uh olivia cook who plays uh, her friend is also great she was in me earl and the dying girl yep uh, and she will be in ready player one 
they're both just phenomenal. They're, they're just perfect for the roles. And then you can toss in Paul Sparks as the stepfather. He was in Waco and he was the writer in House of Cards, if you watch that at all. Oh, yeah. And he was great because it's refreshing that he was not, uh, the character was like not an abusive asshole. Like he's kind of a dick and they don't like him, but they didn't make him like, he doesn't get drunk and hit him. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, there's no real like. They, they, he didn't, they didn't make him a monster, but like to, to a teenage girl, he seems like a monster. You know what I mean? But like to the viewer, he's not. Like they make him a little more complex than like a typical like. So you have a little bit guy. of. There's a little bit of empathy, empathy and sympathy there. from you that you don't really want to see him dead, but they're right. the whole premise is them trying to kill him. Right. Ooh. It's so Damn. it's it's a the thing that is amazing is just how well everything works together. And I think that's because it's writer director, uh Corey Finley. Finley. This is first time director, but doesn't really show it because everything works in unison. You can tell that it's like a singular vision and everything is in service to the other, whether it's the script, the performances, the camera work, the soundtrack, there's great sound design. Um, it's all based on a, an unproduced stage play that he wrote. And it kind of shows cause it's like minimal characters, minimal sets. Um, very, very simple. The dialogue's very snappy. Um, so it was, it was, you could tell that it was like the movie that he's been working towards the entire life. You know what I mean? Wrote the, wrote the stage play, unproduced, turned into a script, directed the script. Like this yeah. is is his baby. So well, the only fear yeah. is now that he's done this project, which was like everything uh, that he's been working towards, like what's next? Like is there going to be a sophomore slump or anything like that? I'm not sure. Uh, but as far as this vision is concerned, um, he achieved it beautifully. Well, we've seen a lot of, I mean, it's funny you talk about directors who've made very powerful debuts. Like I, I, I think of like uh, Damien Chazelle mm -hmm. who did um, Whiplash, which was one of my favorite yeah. movies. He came literally out of the woodwork. I think he did a short film about two people, a dialogue and a bench in New York City, basically. And then his next production was Whiplash. And then he followed Whiplash up with La La Land. Yep. So you talk about just talent, straight talent. Yep. Then you got um, uh, the, the gentleman who did um, Arrival and did... Um, uh, the Villanueva, Dennis Villanueva, super smart and like, yep. again, came out of nowhere. So like, I mean, I think this Corey Finley guy is someone definitely to watch. Yeah, and keep an eye on It's for really sure. fresh and amazing that we can have these directors that are focused on new original content rather than producing or trying to rehatch or reboot something right and this is I like appreciate. this is the part of the show where i would usually like recommend other movies like it but like you said this one is so fresh it's not like so many other things uh i would just recommend you see this uh with i don't know whether you'd be able to still catch it in theaters because again it was a smaller movie so it wasn't in theaters for super long um but that being said it is probably going to hit digital i would imagine fairly soon so definitely when you come across it check it out definitely thanks bill Thank you for listening to the Should I Go See It podcast. Please make sure to follow on Instagram at Should I Go See It.